0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. Welcome back. It is 6.43. A major new piece of legislation with respect to pensions comes into force at the end of this year. It has the sexy title of IORP2 EU Directive. The long and the short of it is that employers and pension trustees need to get their act together to make sure that they meet the new rules. Otherwise, they could be in trouble. One of the world's largest professional advisors, Aon, is urging employers to decide whether to keep their so-called own trust model or switch to a new master trust in which employers pull their savings for their staff into a much bigger pension pot. Mairead O'Mahani is head of Wealth Solutions at Aon in Ireland and joins me now. Good morning, Mairead. Hi, Joe. Can we start with the background to IORP2, that sexy title? Um, what was the problem that it wanted to solve?
1: Well, so, so IORP2 was brought into legislation in Ireland in April 2021, and I suppose the first thing to say is that it gets a bad reputation, but it fundamentally is a good news story. IORP2 is the most significant change in the Irish pensions landscape in a generation, And the whole idea was to introduce baseline levels of governance for all pension schemes to raise the bar in how we're running our schemes in this country so that every single retirement saver can have trust and confidence in how their savings are being managed, irrespective of whether they're working for a small employer or a large employer in a small scheme or a large scheme. And that really is good news for individuals because the more trust they have, the more likely they are to save more and the more likely they are to feel confident about their financial futures. And also, by the way, even though IORP 2 does mean a lot of costs for employers, in a lot of cases a lot of headaches right now, it's good news for them too because the pension benefit is not cheap and it's often one of the most expensive benefits that employers provide. So these changes will ultimately help ensure that the structures into which that cash is going are robust and future-proofed. And this is about building trust and faith in the system for individuals and employers.
0: Now, give us an example of some of the big and little changes that trustees and or employers have to do from January.
1: So, um, from January, individual schemes will each have to appoint a risk management key function holder, an internal audit key function holder, There will be minimum qualification standards for trustees. They will need to have a range of different policies around how the scheme is run, covering risk management, conflicts of interest, outsourcing, administration, communications, investments, value for money, I could go on. Um, So there is a significant step change for each scheme and the deadline for all of this to be in place. Is by the end of this year. And
0: that sounds like a major headache and extra costs for employers, especially if they're small employers, you know, with, you know, under 100 uh, employees.
1: Yeah, so it, 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 is, it is a lot and I can completely empathise with the fact that smaller employers might feel like this is excessive, but I would return to what I said at the beginning. This is designed to raise the bar and standardise levels of governance across all schemes in the marketplace. And for those employers where they feel those costs are prohibitive and they can't envisage a sustainable way for them to meet the requirements of IRP two, there are other options. And you mentioned it earlier, Joe. Master Trusts are collective pooled multi employer trusts which centralise the governance arrangement. So all of this IRP two compliance work is done once for the Master Trust, and employers can opt to join a master trust and leverage that centralised governance arrangement rather than doing it themselves, if that makes more sense for them.
0: So does that mean that the small employers should get in touch with uh, either pensions advisors or whatever it is and then say, listen, we want to minimise our outlay and our admin on this thing. What do we do? We sign up. I presume there's a cost to sign up to a master trust.
1: Well, there is, there is some initial work and some initial cost, but when you consider it in the context of the ongoing cost of running a pension scheme in an IRB2 framework over many years, that, that cost often makes a lot of sense. I will say also that master trusts are increasingly popular amongst not just the very small schemes, but also the medium and large size schemes. Because apart from the centralised governance arrangement, there's huge economies of scale to be had and access to best in class investment arrangements and communication supports for members.
0: Now, um, are there enough pension providers uh, in Ireland to deal with this new regulation?
1: So there are nine master trusts in Ireland. Um, so if there are uh, employers who are looking to move to a master trust, it it, it makes sense to look at the market and consider which which trust is appropriate for you. For those who opt to remain own trust, there's a lot of work to be done, like I said, but the consultants are ready and waiting. Our our consultants at Aon are doing this every day of the week, supporting organisations and putting plans together, and I'm sure all of the others are too. The one thing I would say is don't delay.
0: Yeah, and is there a fine if they do delay, if they put their head in the sand?
1: So just yesterday, the Pensions Authority came out and said unequivocally, this deadline is not moving. We are anticipating compliance by the 1st of January 2023. In theory, Joe, um, there's a lot of sanctions available for non-compliant schemes up to and including prosecution. But I would expect that there would be a proportionate type of approach. The authority quite helpfully is saying its focus is on compliance as opposed to prosecution. But I would still say, don't delay. We have less than four months left to achieve compliance on this.
0: And don't put your head in the sand. So the moral of the story, I presume, very briefly, is, Marie, do consult a pensions advisor if you are an employer out there, even if you only have a handful of staff. If you have any sort of uh, pension scheme, and remember, there will be auto-enrolment pretty soon, don't put your head in the sand, deal with it. Yes. All right, Marie, listen, thank you very much for joining us on the programme. That's Marie Domani, the Head of Wealth at Aon Ireland.